Welcome to The Lifted Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Denham. I'm a confidence and business mentor for women, and my intention is to help you clear out any mental or spiritual blocks that are keeping you from leading the most happy, fulfilling, successful life that you could possibly lead. This podcast is about activating our highest potential, healing in mind, body, and spirit, and above all, holding space for our humanity as we explore the depths of what it means to be human. Hello, welcome to another episode. I'm so grateful that you're here. I love these Wednesday check-ins with you. It's a time to process, get a temperature check on the collective energy at hand. And on the schedule right now, we're either alternating between a new moon schedule and full moon schedule, and we've got a full moon coming up in Virgo. So this is a beautiful release, of course, as all full moons are. Virgo is a, a sign that has so much to do with, well, first of all, maiden energy and really beautiful feminine energy and also paying attention to details and getting more organized in life and staying focused. So I certainly feel a lot of those elements coming in. Um, And it can be especially important to do that in the midst of what can feel like a little chaos here and there, right? So (laughs) keeping our eye on the prize and, and just marking our checks and balances, seeing where we can hone our frequency a bit more and you know, stay in a flow and in a rhythm that's helping us to feel empowered when we go to bed at night, you know, so that we can look back on the day that we had and be like, okay, I feel good. I'm moving forward. And this is kind of my projection of reality right now, because being here in Costa Rica is extremely testing in that way. It's such, it's such a playground. It's so delightful. I mean, you could spend the whole day getting up, walking the beach, going surfing, get a little work done, but um, the elements here make working and life just a whole different rhythm. It's like 90 degrees every day. So it's really hot, which makes it actually difficult to use your brain power and think which sounds funny, but it's so true. So when I get ready to meet with clients and record and and write or do anything, I have to make sure I have perfectly prepped my environment so that my brain is on and ready. And it's so interesting just how it takes a whole different frequency and energy to get ready to build momentum in a place like this. And the beautiful part of that is also is that It's been pushing me to connect with my more natural self and more athletic, like animal self. Um, I'm in the water a lot more. I'm learning how to surf, which has been so rewarding. So I'm finding all of these different parts of life that are so deeply rewarding that I've always just associated with like, you know, computer work and success in business and with clients and on social media. I've always used those as markers of success. Like, oh, am I getting more traction online? But here I'm really learning that the moments that are unseen and unshared are actually some of the most valuable moments I'm ever going to have in my life. So I'm really working on allowing those moments to permeate my experience and feel the meaning of it without sharing it. And for that reason, I am really just taking a more extended break off of uh, Instagram and socials, which I do that here and there. It's it's nothing new for me, but two and a half months offline has been something that I have felt like bubbling up for a long time. And we're going to talk about this in, in today's episode. It's all about, you know, starting over in life, clearing the slate, experiencing new beginnings. 
Um, but I have been feeling this kind of bubbling up for like the last five months. I've been in what has felt like kind of a state of limbo, like a plateau, like I had built everything that I needed to build to make my business run smoothly and to feel a sense of success. And then it just kind of plateaued. It just kind of stopped. And I think that's because my personal evolution had also hit a plateau and there was something else that I needed to uncover. And I had this feeling like there was a blind spot that I wasn't seeing. And before I came on this trip, I'll be totally honest with you guys, I was in a a state of depression that I hadn't been feeling since I was probably 14, 15 years old. I was really sad. I think it had a lot to do with um, winter coming and being in Maine and experiencing just a low point. But I'm I'm a very success-driven person. I think it's part of being a projector in human design. If you know what uh, your markers of success are or achievement are, like projectors are associated with success and we have to feel like a success to feel like we're embodied and empowered. So um, I just wasn't feeling like I was at that marker. And I knew that there was something that needed to be revealed, but I just had no idea how to uncover it. And I knew I, I needed help. And that's a huge reason why I I took this trip down here because I knew that I would meet people that would reveal it and help me. Like I knew I needed to find teachers. And that's part of the reason why I moved out to California a few years ago for the first time. I just knew there would be healing out there. And this is exactly how I feel on this trip. And before I came out here, I literally, I asked God, I said, please reveal to me the blind spots that I have so that I may be healed and that I may offer greater healing to the collective and to my community. And it's so interesting because when we ask for something like that, we have to be ready to receive it. And if we're going to grow, it's going to be uncomfortable. And that's why this process requires so much beauty and so much courage and grace and patience with ourselves. And it really is the process of manifestation. Honestly, whatever we're calling in, if we don't have it yet, it means that our frequency isn't a match to it quite yet. And we're going to have to go through some trials and tests to raise our vibration, to match what we desire and what we're calling in. So part of this new beginning for me, and I share the story in in the hopes that you feel seen by this and you can relate to this if you're going through something similar in your life. But um, I really got down to the nitty gritty of what what do I want my life to look like? Where do I want to be? Who do I want to be surrounded by? And I think it's important to have those check-ins with ourselves on a, a pretty regular basis. Like every few months, just go back to the drawing board, see if you have the same desires, allow yourself to change, ask yourself are my desires in alignment with my authenticity? What can be changed? I knew that I had some desires and I just didn't know how they were going to be fulfilled in New York for my particular lifestyle. So I was like, I think my people, I think my people are down in Costa Rica. Sure enough, get off the plane. And, you know, within a couple of weeks of being here, I met some really, really, really special people. And there's one guy in particular that I've been spending a lot of time with. And I was talking to him this morning. He's like, you could talk about it on your podcast. You could talk all about it. (laughs) I was like, okay, I will talk about it. Um, But he's been so special because as a healer, he doesn't even know he's a healer, but I look at him like you're literally psychic. You have a gift. He's extremely intuitive. I've never met a guy like this in my life that can like pierce straight through you to the truth. Um, And being in this kind of friendship partnership with him for this temporary time capsule that we're in has just been incredible. It's been teaching me 
non-attachment. It's like knowing that we have this time together, but it's going to end at some point is revealing a lot of like wounding and, and wanting to have something and to hold something, but also realizing that we can never have or own really anything. Everything is changing. Everything is temporary. That's just the nature of the universe is everything shifts at some point. So it's been a real um, practice in being really present and also my patterning in the past in partnerships and friendships or whatever has been pretty avoidant. I don't like to rock the boat or create conflict. I usually try to work out my emotional experience internally and I do tend to like push it down and not bring anything up. Um, and what happens on trips like this is you often end up spending a ton of time with people like, you know, just people who are living the same lifestyle. Like I've been spending every day with this person and you just get to know each other really fast. And what he's been helping me with is just honest communication and asking me to get to the truth of the matter as fast as possible without manipulation, without even covering it up with humor or with shame or embarrassment or shying away from it. He really is able to hold space for me to process and be witnessed in utter vulnerability, which it's extremely rare to meet somebody like that. You know, we hire people to do that for us, right? So with this process of of meeting this person and other people here too, I've got some good buddies down here that are helping me with this. They're all reflecting back to me and they have been reflecting back to me for like a month now. Like Helen, you need to take a break to reassess like who you are as a person and you need to start sharing your story more from a base level, ground up more person to person um, and get off the hamster wheel of socials for a minute to remember who you really are. And I've been feeling this pull and this calling coming through the humans that I love and who are around me, but also source. Like it's just been so obvious that there needs to be some kind of pause here, reflection and integration. And this really happens for a lot of us during the Saturn return for sure. Between ages 27 and 30, we go through our Saturn return. Um, but also like the shadow of the Saturn return, like the flip side of it, like the, the six months to a year after it closes can be the initiation process, which is really intense. And that's what I've found myself in right now. Like I just turned 30. So now I'm like, understanding who I am as an adult all of a sudden, and I'm seeing all of my patterns come up. I'm seeing relational wounding come up. I'm seeing um, wounding from childhood come up that's been really intense. I've been working through a lot of wounding around abandonment and neglect and understanding how that plays into people pleasing or wearing a mask of identity in so many ways. So I'm learning that here and a lot of that healing has also to do with the body and moving out emotions through the body, which is why I've chosen to be so active here and I put myself in an active place. Um, because running in the morning has literally been shaking it out of my system and surfing and being in the water on a daily basis is helping move that energy and cleanse it. So it's just amazing. Like by the end of the day, I am so wiped, like physically, mentally, and spiritually because I'm moving through so much so, so quickly. And I can't quite put my finger yet on what needs to change for me, but I'm looking at my life from a bird's eye view being like, where can I be more intentional? Where can I start to take certain things more seriously and other things less seriously? And I'm trying to put this puzzle piece together um, using all the tools that I have, but also fully surrendering to allow the people around me and the world around me to reflect back to me exactly what I need to know and what needs to be revealed. I'm, I'm finally learning like what 
the blind spots actually are, which was my intention for coming here. I was like, God, please show me where these blind spots are. Where are my blocks so that I may remove them? And the blocks have really turned out to be motherhood wounds, relational wounding in general that I think comes from childhood and, um, you know, being super attached to the ideas of success. Um, so (laughs) that's what I'm going through. That's my identity shift and my new beginning. So I share that so that we can get into these pillars of a new beginning and how to really start over with a clean slate um, in hopes that this will help you if you find yourself in a similar position. And we all end up in these positions in one way or the other at some point. And, you know, we're natural beings. We're naturally going through winters and springs and summers energetically all the time. You know, every few months we're changing and evolving. So let's break down the framework. And this is a framework that I always introduce when I'm working with a new client in mentorship, both for business development and for personal growth and healing, because it gives us a really honest perspective of where we're at and where we're going. Um, So the first part of this is just doing a life audit. Take a look at all parts of your life from your partnerships, your friendships, your love life, your family life, and your dynamics. How is all of that feeling? Are you settling anywhere? Um, Are you feeling unseen anywhere? Are you really happy in certain places and you want to amplify that? Taking a look at that. And of course, business, of course, health, of course, hobbies and lifestyle preferences, take a look at what's going on in your life and start to trim the fat, cut the fat, notice what's working and what's not working. And I think the reality of being a human is that we, we tend to lie to ourselves unconsciously. We might not be willing quite yet to look at certain patterns that we've seen ourselves repeating because it's too, it's too difficult at the time to look at. So part of doing a life audit is just being like, really, really radically honest with yourself, not in an unkind or judgmental way, but saying, Hey, okay, maybe I'm not as organized with money as I should be. And here's the pattern. I keep overspending here, or I'm being way too frugal here. And I could actually loosen up a little bit, for example, Um, or maybe in relationships, I'm constantly avoidant and I'm always choosing partners that uh, get away from me. And then I end up breaking my own heart, something like that. So take a really honest look at what your patterns are looking like and what you would prefer to be experiencing. It's just like studying a puzzle. You know, what are all the puzzle pieces that are molding and fitting into the mosaic that you've created? And do you like the picture that you have have created here? And what you can also do is do a, a scripting for an ideal day in your life while you're doing a life audit. Just redefine what an ideal day in your life is going to look like. Okay, part two is redefining your identity and revisiting your core values when you're starting over in life. Revisit what your highest self looks like and how she shows up in the world. What values are you basing your life on? What pillars do you really want to uphold on a daily basis? Integrity, honesty, faith, empowerment, connection, vulnerability, you define those and maybe you break that even down to a few words. And for those of you who really want help with deepening this process, I would definitely suggest my new masterclass that I just dropped last week um, called Designing Your Destiny. I really take you through the gamut of designing this and working through these more difficult, hard-hitting questions. And I think it's so helpful to have guidance through this. But again, it's really about redefining the identity that you desire. And honestly, I 
love to just like do a Pinterest board, like revisit the Pinterest board, map out like how you want to be feeling and how that's reflected on the material plane. Um, but asking yourselves honestly, like, am I living in integrity with the values that I have set out to live by? Um, and this will give you a deeper sense of purpose as well. Like, how do you move through the world? Do you like how you move through the world? You can kind of think of living your life like a movie and writing a character for yourself. You get to design this character and the evolution of this character and the pivots that this character has and the developments that this person goes through at any given time. You are the writer, director, and lead in this script. So think of it like that. Um, and think of it as it's like, it's so fun. It's so fun to be able to reinvent ourselves at any given time, but this can give us a proper little shakeup. If we have been in a position of complacency or stagnancy for a while, like time to flip the script, right? Get off the couch and out into the world. Mm -hmm. Number three to this and starting over in a new beginning is leaning into the shedding process. This is so key. The shedding process is uncomfortable. It's like leaving a, a familiar skin behind. It's like a little crab leaving its shell, its cozy little shell, and going naked into the world to find a new shell. It's not comfortable. We are creatures of familiarity, we're creatures of habit, and change represents the unknown, which is scary. So lean into the fear. Feel the fear and do it anyways. And understand that there is so much alchemy happening while you're shedding and while you're releasing. And during the shedding process, there's not much that you need to be doing. Just surrendering is so key here. And that's exactly what I'm in right now. I'm in a shedding process of just receiving, allowing, and surrendering. So I'm listening to the feedback I'm getting from the people around me who care about me. I'm really... I'm really just witnessing the unfolding of it without judging myself. The shedding process really, I feel like, is represented by the tower card in the tarot, which is the crumbling of the old to make way for the new. But when something crumbles, when it's burned down, it's like a death cycle. There is a grieving process to the shedding. There is a huge amount of emotion and upheaval and you know, bereavement and wonder that goes on in this process, which is why the surrender is so key here. And it's also like the phoenix then rises from the ashes. So you don't know when that phoenix is going to rise. And the shedding is kind of like you're still in the ashes a little bit, but you know, and you have that hope and you have that knowing that the phoenix is going to rise from those ashes, but this is going to require a lot of patience as well. So if you can hold yourself like a child, like a newborn in this process and just let yourself move through the storm of the shedding, it will make things a lot more potent and it will make you grow faster. This is like a quantum growth portal that we're referring to right here is when you just lean into that discomfort so that you can come out as a, as a strong, strong little Phoenix baby on the other side. <laughs> and again, I think I just said this, but discomfort means you're growing. Um, I'm most afraid of the stillness. I'm most afraid of like nothing ever happening in my life. Like I would rather be uncomfortable and know that I'm about to hit a growth edge and I'm going to explode into something new than just live the same day in, day out, day in, day out. Um, and I know that of course there's something, all, all the things to be said for stability and consistency and safety. But if you get into a rhythm where that starts to feel like a droning lifestyle of just like, Oh, you know, that feeling, it feels like it feels stagnant. It feels kind of 
icky and ill. Um, we need our chi to be moving. We need fresh new experiences to be happening. But in order for that to happen, there's always um, a yin to the yang. So part four of experiencing a new beginning is the retreat phase. Retreating to reflect, getting into that sacred solitude, um, and really intentionally getting rid of all the noise around you so that you can actually listen to your own guidance system. So, you know, in the first phases, maybe we're getting input, we're getting guidance, we're getting support, advice, help from all corners. We're watching YouTube videos, we're listening to podcasts, we're trying to get all the answers from outside sources. But in this phase, of the reflection and the solitude is when you really get to listen to your own internal compass and you really get to listen to that innate wisdom that you have. And there's nothing that you need to do to receive it. All you need to do is, is not do, just be and create that stillness so that it can be received so that you can actually hear it when it comes in because the intuition whispers. The intuition whispers and source gives us messages in these very subtle ways and the work is to tune our attention and our frequency so that we can hear it, but we can't hear it if we're constantly moving and asking everybody else for their opinions and running all over the place. So stillness is really, really key for this and for me that just looks like an unwavering, consistent morning practice where I sit in stillness. And I just listen to the wind, I tune into my senses, I get into the body, I check in with the emotional self, and I just set my insight timer for five minutes to sit in intentional uh, contemplation and just allow what's going to come through to come through. And you always receive a new insight in those moments. You always get a message, even if the message is just, I'm okay. Life is okay. Right here, right now, everything's okay. Sometimes you get a much more profound message and you have a breakthrough, but that intentional stillness is going to be really important so that you can, you can even know where you're going, right? Okay. The fifth pillar here is so important. It's about giving yourself grace and being very patient with yourself as you start to metamorphosize into this new version of yourself. We just want things to happen so quickly, don't we? We think everything should happen within like a week or overnight, but the reality is that life on earth moves a little slower than the thought process. <laughs> it usually takes a little bit longer than we think, sometimes a lot longer for an integration period to be complete. Sometimes it takes months. Sometimes it takes over a year for something to fully integrate and be fully realized. And we just can't rush the process. We can't force ourselves to walk when we're just learning learning how to crawl. So please be patient with yourself during this process and surrender your idea of the right timeline and where you should be. Um, you know, I love this saying, I hope I say it right. It's like, you know, you're supposed to be here because you're here. If you were supposed to be in a different timeline, if you were supposed to be experiencing something else, you would, but you're here right now because there's something to be learned here. You are in the perfect position that is priming you for growth. And you can tune into your emotional state in the present moment to say, okay, what is my next move here? Am I satisfied or unsatisfied? Why or why not? Do I want more of this or less of this? You get to strengthen your discernment in these places and then move forward. But we can't rush the process. We just have to make these tiny little adjustments day by day to lean more deeply into our pleasure and our intentional growth. So yeah. Patience, patience, patience. Don't rush. You can't rush the process. It's God's plan. <laughs>
Okay, the final pillar here in calling it a new beginning, cleaning the slate, is courage. Having the courage to release expectations and pressures from other people. Uh, for me, there's so many things that I want to do and I want to be kind of bopping all over the place and trying new things. But a lot of what has held me back in the past is worrying that I'm going to disappoint my family or hurt them somehow by either being too far away or being a little bit too wild or too intense or just like too much. Like my, my wounding is rooted in like being too much or too annoying or hurting somebody. Um, so I've really been working on that in my own internal experience recently of just allowing myself to be who I am without shame, without apology, and just knowing that when I choose to prioritize my happiness and well-being out of a place of integrity and well-being for all, they, it, it can only go well, right? So I, I'm working on just rewriting that story of um, being a burden. That's like my deepest core wounding is like being a burden to somebody. So that's what I'm healing here. Um, so it's it's the courage to take a look at those patternings, noticing where you've been holding yourself back to uh, alleviate discomfort for other people and knowing that when you step into your power, even if even if and when it triggers other people, it's supposed to because it's going to help them grow too. If they get triggered by your experience, God bless, that's going to reveal something to them that's going to help them alchemize that and grow. So everything is working out best case scenario, right? Okay. I think that's it, you guys. So I'll just run through our six pillars once again for clearing the slate and having a new beginning take place. Number one is an honest life audit, noticing where you can be really honest and noticing where you might have been lying to yourself or creating an illusion around your reality. Like, where are you really? Like, what's going on? Take a really honest, logical look at where you are in life. Number two is redefining your identity and revisiting your core values again. So really boil down what your core values are so that you are moving with purpose. Number three, leaning into the shedding process. Shed away. Don't rush the process. This is a tower moment. It's a phoenix rising moment that is purposed and beautiful. Discomfort means that you're growing. Number four, retreat to reflect. Get into that sacred solitude so that you can actually hear spirit speaking. You can actually hear your intuition and your wisdom can come through without the noise from the outside world. Number five, give yourself grace as you come out like a newborn. Give yourself grace and plenty of patience can't rush the process. It's impossible to rush it. This is a universal timeline. This is part of a soul contract. You're going to grow when you're ready to grow. And number six, the courage to release expectations of other people. So cutting those cords, you know, this is actually maybe a great time to do a cord cutting process, especially with our full moon tomorrow. Okay. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening and allowing me to share my story a little bit more with you. I really um, intend to do more of that. I have been realizing that I don't share a whole lot of my really personal stories with you guys as much as I could, and I'm so happy to do it. And I love hearing your journeys as well in relation to what's going on because we're all so connected. So, okay. Love you. Talk to you on the next one. Perhaps my biggest intention this year beyond cultivating more joy in my life is building community. 
The truth is we need each other in this life. Community is an essential part of our healing process and opening up our hearts to allow more love, support, and abundance in. For this reason, I'm hosting a weekly self-care Sunday meditation class. Meditation has been the baseline of my work from day one and has been the single most transformative practice I have ever integrated for self-mastery and self-compassion. So come join us each Sunday, 5 p.m. EST, 2 p.m. PST to practice together. We pull cards, we talk about the collective energy at hand, we share our wins from the week, one of my favorite parts, and of course I guide you through a different theme each time for our practice from visualization, highest self-activations, to body scans and nervous system regulation, to a loving kindness practice and beyond. Every week's a little different. I can't wait to see you in there. The classes are for absolutely everybody and all levels. Just come as you are. Bless. Link is in the description below to sign up.